the Tower Podcast. <laughs> hey, everybody. Ugh. Welcome to the latest episode of Tower After Hours. <laughs> if you didn't hear, it's the Tower Podcast. Oh, and- <laughs> We are back after a few months break, um, but it's 2018 now, and we are back to celebrate the new year, and we're going to be talking about some New Year's trends and some New Year's predictions and some hot news from the new year. So welcome and be ready. So I'm Kelly, and with me today is Mike Shaw. Say hi. Yeah, say hi. Uh-huh. And Meg. Greetings. And Ashley, our Hello. true champion who jumped into the podcast about five minutes before we started recording. So, you're a hero. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I do my best. Uh. <laughs> so, like I mentioned, I think a lot of the stuff that we brought to talk about today is about um, trends for 2018, um, some things in the internet marketing world that are changing in the new year. Um, and some things that maybe are staying the same as well. So I don't know who wants to go first. So I'm going to go. Oh, Mike Shaw. You're always ready to jump in. New hero. No fear. No fear. Yeah, go now. And now we start. (laughs) So I thought, you know, with the new year, there's always predictions based off what happened the previous year. And for 2018, there are a lot I think with the whole uh, fake news thing, algorithms from search engines are going to be focusing on that a lot more, so that might be something I want to talk with us about. They're talking about voice search uh, mm-hmm. with the Alexas and the, and the uh, Google, what are they called, Dots? What are they called? Did you say the Lexus? Oh, the Echo Dot? Alexa. Alexa and, Echo. and Siri? The Echo Dot? Echo Dots and the Echo and all those. We've oh. just turned everyone's series on. Not series, Alexa's. Alexa. No, Siri. Alexa, buy me a Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. And then artificial intelligence and how that's going to be powering search. And then, of course, this big thing, which is mobile first indexing, which is continuing to roll out. Um, Are you talking about each of these in depth? No. Okay, so I would. Good, good, good. I don't want to bore you. No, I but I because technically one of those I'm, is my. Okay, I do have a trend. I do want to know a little bit more about how you can set up like your site or pages for voice search. Like, is there something that you need to be doing different to so be pulled a, up for like voice searches? There's a there's something called LSI, which is latent semantic indexing. So it's using words that, uh, and it, this works with artificial intelligence, how it's understanding how certain words correlate with other words to generate meaning. So if we're talking about um, colors, but we're talking about you know, certain jersey or a, a color of a jersey. Are you talking about a jersey like a sweater, or are you talking a jersey like a sports team? Sports team's jersey, and well, it all depends what? if you're American or <laughs> not American. Uh, 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 okay, go ahead. So, what is the meaning behind that? What gives that meaning? How is it associated with other words? And how is someone like a search engine able to put that information in front of someone else? knowing that 
there might be an order, there might be a question, there might be um, just wanting general information and where it goes to. So this is something that is continuing to grow and, and develop. It's not something we don't, we know we know where we should be at the moment. Uh, we, as in, I mean, Google. <laughs> I'm part of Google. <laughs> so, yeah, there's there's that. I think Meg said she'll probably be talking a little bit more about that. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, sorry. Oh. <laughs> and in reality, I mean, nobody is going to voice search. I mean, it is. It's like quick questions, something you want a very quick answer to. You're not going to, like, voice search, like, Alexa, show me black sweaters because you the, can't really do that from that's where featured snippets which is uh, like the answers when you type in something like how do I spell temporary or what is the capital of Minnesota or where is Zimbabwe it will give you these answers those are I, from what I can understand are where rich snippets will probably uh, rich snippets and artificial intelligence and this voice search are all going to be working together to try and extract that information and give you something very quickly. A currency exchange. What's the exchange rate right now for the British sterling to the US dollar, etc. You Google very smart things. <laughs> yeah, my like cousin, all of his examples are like really what good. Is the economy. <laughs> my cousin Googled one time like Alexa or not Googled, but he said, Alexa, how do I make mashed potatoes? Like I don't know. I think that's kind of dumb. Yours are like good questions. Oh, thank you. Everyone <laughs> should know Alexa how to make. Alexa then go through and say like. She prompted you need him a video. Three potatoes. Because it was a video. So I don't know anything about Alexa. But it was like a little like screen of it that was like search and she it has came a up, screen. S- maybe a projection <gasps> hologram. No, no, that's not what it was. <laughs> we know it's. I don't think <laughs> sarcasm. But it pulled up on this little screen and it said Amazon or something on this thing. It wasn't like an iPad or anything, but it kind of looked like one. And it just started showing a video of this random woman making the Food Network making mashed potatoes. So he just stood there and made them and we were talking still. And I was like, this is what our world's coming to. We don't need to retain anything. We just need to to ask and get the answer. Yeah. Mm -hmm school who so, needs it <laughs> so the big thing that i want to go yeah, back to i think that i want to i think talk about which has affected everyone in this room and anybody else that's listening is this whole fake news How does, hashtag fake news hashtag, hashtag sad yeah. <laughs> hashtag preach so I, you know facebook is trying to combat it because you know they were publishing stuff larry kim from wordstream or uh, mobile monkey he uh when he was working either of those he set up a fake ad campaign he used the CNN logo literally flipped it upside down made some random comments about people chanting something basically it was complete rubbish just absolute junk while this got shared it got comments there were people arguing over it and debating it and this is just a guy who put $200 behind something he made up with an edited image. And that's how easy it was. So with the elections that the U.S. had in 2016 with, you know, Russia, you know, making... Allegedly. Be, allegedly. Sorry, I'll be... <laughs> we don't want to get sued. <laughs> allegedly, you know, interfering with that. That's easy. You know, ad, um, AdWords campaigns... You know, people trying to get, uh, there was a supposedly Russians funding a 
bunch of ads that get people to go to Trump and learn more about him and hopefully support him. So I think there's going to be, an, I think we can assume pretty safely that search engines and social platforms are going to be creating algorithms to try and figure out what is fake news versus what isn't and that we are going to have this, we're going to start seeing a shift in that because fake news is something that people are going to be putting a lot of money behind. So I think we've already seen some fake news which isn't fake news getting hit and so how do you protect what you, what is legitimate and true? What is truth? What is, and how does a search engine predict that? What are they going to measure that? Is it by the author, what they've written before, what they what related articles that they've contributed to or spoken on, other supporting factors like links and who's linking to it. There's just so much and I, I think it's gonna be a problem for not just this year but upcoming and uh, I think we're gonna definitely see these algorithms that are gonna start affecting searches, especially within the news industry. Well done, Mike Shaw. My pleasure. Okay, I'm gonna. Wow. Yes. I don't know that we've ever had class. I've never felt more educated in my life. School. We need it. School. Oh. But I'm gonna, um, whether she's ready or not, I'm gonna pass that over to Meg mm. because I know that her, um, the topic that she brought to the table is kind of tied into Facebook and new algorithms for what you'll be. Am I wrong? Did you not bring Plot that? Plot twist. Oh, <laughs> I brought a totally different article. God, because this I is happening. I didn't want to, I just didn't want to conform to what you wanted oh. me to do. And, um, no. She didn't want to listen to instructions. I, it no. wasn't instructions. It was, I was um, trying to be helpful. Although it does actually kind of tie into like artificial intelligence. All right, whatever. Um, just talk about it. Just go. Okay, 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 okay. I'm kidding. So, um... If anyone's listening, I started watching Black Mirror, and this is important because this has influenced the article that I chose. Um, Can we talk about, I only saw one, but I just want to talk to everyone about it. Well, it's, I can't believe you because you've only watched one episode in season three and the rest get even better from there, but like actually scary. But a super quick snippet before Kelly talks about the one episode. I'm not um, going to talk about it on the air. I, I just oh, we'll talk to about talk, it later. Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> um, basically, for those of you who don't know Black Mirror, it's basically like the meaning of Black Mirror is that you're looking into the darkness of your phone when it's off because, like, it's all about how technology, like, skews mm-hmm. with people and messes with people. And it's, like, almost, like, too harsh of a reality that it could eventually happen one day. And the episode that you're thinking of kind of relates to the article that I picked. Um, so apparently, well, not apparently, this happened, sorry. Um, Adobe um, is gearing up to produce a program that basically tracks in live time all um, customer data, like generating profiles for people in stores and grocery stores in order to segment them into categories and push notifications to them about maybe something they've touched or something that they were looking at or something that they know would be of interest to them but they didn't know was now on sale. It's like a whole new platform that they're developing to give. And it's they're saying that if customers want to be a part of it and see like if it skews their buying patterns and everything, they're 
able to opt into it, uh-huh. um, which is okay because it's like consent, right? Like sure. it's like I want to be tracked, I want to <laughs> be found, whatever. Mm. But it's basically giving a platform for grocery store owners to make sure that through the evolution of like home delivery of groceries, those who still shop in stores, they're meeting them in an other element. So it just freaked me out because I'm like watching Black Mirror and, now, like, uh, and seeing how technology can like corrupt people. And then I mm-hmm. see this and it's like, okay, this could like be a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. I don't, I, it creeped me out. Okay. So I didn't read the article. So I'm in the grocery store. Walk me through this scenario. You walk in. So I walk in and I'm like, oh. I need a Like I walk up to produce and I'm like, oh, watermelons. Maybe watermelons. And then I go on. So what's going to happen? Am I going to be like bombarded? Well, I mean, no. Like watermelon. Basically, like, let's think about it. Time of year. So say it's the tower picnic. Uh And you're going in and needing to find something and you're like way behind and you're like, crap, what do I make? I need to do something. And this grocery store owner says, oh, look, there's Kelly Howard walking around. She's notorious. <laughs> She's pacing real fast. She needs to slow down. She's probably stressed out. No, I'm totally kidding. Um, and they'll be able to see previous buying habits, your budget, so they'll know how much you've spent. But just me walking in, or do I have to scan, like, my no, shopper it's, card or it's something? it's basically tracking you on your phone. Okay. So, like, whatever device that maybe you've done searches on before or something. I don't know if it goes that in-depth. And is it, like, the GPS knows that she's, like, a giant or something? Yeah, they'll... It automatically says, like, here's the customers. And, again, reading the article didn't give too much in-depth, like, okay, you got to download this app and do it. Mm-hmm. It's just in development. And, and we'll share this article on the bottom of the blog. Yeah. So you can click through and read it. Yeah. And, basically, it'll say, you know, it's not reading your mind to know, well, the picnic's coming up. She needs some ideas. <laughs> it's Unless it, like, it saw that in your calendar. And that, the way, too. And then it, like, linked that. So it's like, oh, you have a picnic with your tower co-workers. I hope they that doesn't happen. Like to eat this, so why don't you make this? Yeah, but oh my god! So it reads it on your calendar. Tower picnic. It goes onto your social media. It finds the other people you're friends with, and it'll say, "Kelly's hosting a picnic. Chris likes whiskey. Ashley likes peanut butter. Peanut butter. (laughs) Shaw likes Zimbabwean meats." No, I don't think it does that. So So hopefully, Adobe doesn't come back and be like, "No, that's not what we do." But It'll say, oh, well, since it's the summertime and we know that she has a habit of buying watermelon, we know that it's on sale three for a dollar. I don't know if that wow. ever happened. That's a lot. Yeah, but, like, like it'll ping you and say, hey, Kelly, your watermelon is ready for your sale. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It has, I highly suggest looking at the actual article itself because it had a chart on it. I guess I threw that out or didn't load or didn't print, but it was pretty cool. And it shows a profile of Kelly's married. This is how much she spends. This is where she lives. She has a sweet tooth. She really buys organic that's stuff. Information. It's Nobody all, needs to know that. Well, welcome to this new program no. that's welcome coming to the black, I'm gonna Welcome st- to the Black Mirror. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to stick with my meme ways and say, nope, it's <laughs> opt out. <laughs> it reminded me of that episode, though, because basically in the episode we keep referring to, everyone's rating each other based on personal Dude, interactions. It's amazing. So, did you watch that one? Have you seen this? Ooh, no, I okay. You so, shouldn't. basically, every interaction that you have with someone, you rate them. Like, Ashley, hi, good morning. I love that scarf. Oh, Kelly gets a five. And, like, I'm like, Meg was a little grumpy. She only gets a four. And then it becomes this new, like, almost, like, so prejudice. True. Like, so some, you... That's just judging people. If your rating listen, is, like, below a 4.2, 
Or like if your rating is above a 4.2, you can use the express lane like to check in for your flights or like mm-hmm. if you want to fly standby, you know, you need at least a 3.8 to, to this well, I could like deliberately screw you over and yes. just be like, you oh. suck, you suck, you suck, zero, zero, well, zero, zero. What's happening. Someone would give a rate and like, ah, all right, can you rate me? Okay. <laughs> I'll give you a five. Another person's like, but the girl and the girl got mad and like followed up with someone she went went downhill within a matter of a day she's like a 4.4 to like being put in jail for being (laughs) (laughs) for being a zero (laughs) yeah like they would be consulted I have to get on this show. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 yeah. Don't watch it at night. I watched it at night, and I had horrible nightmares. See, that's the only one I watched, and my husband was like, um, yeah, nobody got murdered, and I don't like this show. Oh, so he supports... He supports... <laughs> but, um... And we'll keep his name anonymous. He did watch two of The Crown, though. Oh, yeah, The Crown's definitely good. He's... Completely uh, different storyline, yes. but... He's, okay. Well, he loves history. I really thought he would like it, but it's... Okay. it's did a, you start at the beginning? It's a slow... Yes, I started. No, did he start? Sorry, did he start? We both watched okay, okay. the first two episodes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got a zero, Kelly. There was a little attitude in that. <laughs> oh, I would be no, I would be like poor social interaction. Okay, would you like to go next? Ashley, hi. Um, would you like to go next on that's Tower After Hours? 3.5 rating. I mean, that's just the fakest to love. I know, I know. Um, let's see if you can bump that up a little bit. No, okay. Yeah, sure, I'll go next. Okay. So, um, Ashley. That was, okay. <laughs> so um, I'm here on the design aspect of Trends for 2018. And um, basically, guys, it is going to be a bold new year. <laughs> <laughs> I rate that interaction a five. Express lane, here I go. All right. <laughs> you don't even watch this show. Shut up. I get the comment. Okay, I'm sorry. I mean, Meg, um, you never know. Oh, yeah. So, um... Bold okay. new year. Bold new year, basically, as in just very much different than what we've seen before. And it's also going to be bold in the sense of seeing who takes on these bold new trends, um, or anticipated trends, I should say. So, I guess in the past couple years, it's kind of been like hero image at the top, and like, you know, crisp, clean, very orderly, I mean, because people like that in order to read left to right, all this stuff. Well, this year we're switching up everything. By we, I'm all design. (laughs) We're going to mess with your heads. They. Yeah, so basically, I guess a way to sum it up in with like bold too is just like very artistic in a sense um it wouldn't surprise me if brands like nike or like anyone big like really takes this on it just like very much makes sense but you know your small doctor office they're gonna be like no we're gonna stick yeah, to like the crisp yeah. clean whatever what? um because if you go to like a hospital's website and it's just like all this like great artistic looking things but you can't figure out how to schedule an appointment now i mean a little bit to that too the ui ux is definitely going to be there like it's still keeping everyone's um patterns and everything in mind and you want them to get to the call to action you want them to get to the following pages it it's not going to be it's not to be done in a way where you can't find your information right. but it's just it's going to so for those of you who are in the room i'll show you an image <laughs> And we'll share the article so you can see the image as well. Perfect. So it's just a lot of overlapping, 
Um, I'll get specifically into this particular image in a sense, um, or in just a second, but for my best way to describe it, it's there's overlapping, there's um, the columns, breaking the grid is going to be a thing this year. Uh, you can see with this other one, it's just very um, colorful, overlapping again, and um, your eye flow is going to be a little bit different than just top to bottom, left to right type deal. Um, we actually... What's just, that called, Ashley? What? What's that? What's the word for oh, that? Oh, oh, the first one I showed is <laughs> brutalism. <laughs> Which sounds terrible. It does, but it it's coming your way in 2018. Like the Hunger Games of web design. So basically, my understanding of brutalism... Um, <laughs> brutalism, brutalism, I can't even brutalism. Like, take you seriously <laughs> saying that word. You're too sweet. Oh, thanks. So, hmm. So, um, basically, the, the words they use to describe brutalism... <laughs> get your giggles out now. Okay. Um, is eclectic is asymmetrical and um, a distinct lack of hierarchy and order. So with that last chaos. part, yeah, chaos. So it's definitely very different and you're going to have to train your brain and your eyes to accept it and work your way through it. Now it's definitely like I kind of hinted to earlier, it's definitely for specific clients. It's not for everyone. Um, actually at the end of 2017, we got a client who is very like open-minded and is basically like, you guys, this is what my company is to do and I don't have a website yet and create me something. The unicorn. You found the unicorn. I did. I did. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So we're actually, we have a meeting with him this morning actually to review the inside pages. But before the trends for 2018 even came out. I was already ahead of the times. Ugh. So, no, but anyhow, it's just like it was breaking the grids in ways, in an organized way. So you could still find your way through it. Nothing's overly distracting. I anticipate um, through creating the design, there being movement in everything that I've talked to the developers for. So it's just interactive, movement, it very, it's, it's not, without giving away too much, it's, um, a site that pairs you with someone else. So it's just kind of, uh, you need to have that, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? That experience and feel calm on the site and just like all that stuff, if uh -huh. that makes sense. But anyhow, so. You're answering questions to find a provider that matches your personality. Pretty much. Okay. Oh my gosh. Oh my content. content. <laughs> <laughs> Words, totally your thing. Like a dating app? Um, yes and no. Along the lines, but no. A dating app for a professional service. <laughs> yes. Uh, there we go. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, uh, anyhow, moving on from that. So, I mean, we found a way to break the grid. As I said, the colors are bold. They're still flat, even th but they're not done in a flat design way. So, going into flat design, flat design is so 2017, and we're moving back to um, gradients and drop shadows this year. So, kind of how when Instagram rebranded... And they're like, surprise, we're no longer like brown with a couple colors in it. No. We are, uh, we're yeah. a gradient. And it's just like yeah. nobody, like gradients have been kind of taboo for so long. Yeah. And even like when I was in school, it's just like gradients, no, drop shadows, no, this, no. And it's just like, okay, well, like Instagram took a bold move. And everyone, like, obviously they have people haters. People hated that icon for a I while. I remember. They had so many haters, but people were, after it, it's just like, okay, that's what Instagram is. And everyone and accepts it. And it's just... It's I feel it like on my phone too. It 
it stands out the it most. Stands out. It does. So um, it reminds me of Rainbow Road from Mario Kart. I don't have that channel. It's not a video it's game. A game. <laughs> I know. Oh, I, know. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> we had Atari. Anyway. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so you can see in this image here, which you can find in the link on the blog or the whatever she's her words. Um, so anyhow, this background is basically a gradient, but it's also not like back in Microsoft no. Word when yeah. it was just like I'm gonna throw every single gross color in one line of gradient. Yeah. Like the gradients. Have How do you get from red to themselves. yellow in 350 colors? Oh my gosh! And back again. <laughs> like it was. Those were terrible. So I understand why people were just like, yeah, never use a gradient or never use uh, drop shadows, but even those have developed um, since since then. A uh, couple other things, and I'll wrap it up, is... Uh, <laughs> Ill- take your time. Take your time. <laughs> okay, I have a list of 15 things here, and I'm only on two. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, so, <laughs> illustration is anticipated to be a thing as well, so instead of, like, hero image images or photographs, it's um, going to be more illustrative type um, like the scroll graphics. kind of the looping videos or even like hand illustration no, like hand illustration like our or, website um okay. still kind different of? so at the top of our website on the home page it's still those three images at the top well i guess that one image has like the hand drawn yeah yeah illustration okay so i see the difference um but it's more like graphic like animated illustration. A, a little bit along the line of that, or it's, <laughs> or it's just um, not <coughs> dying. Not necessarily illustrative with a pen, but also like a vector graphic oh. computer mm. illustration type deal. Um, and then the last thing that I'll end with is bold typography. So you can also see in that gradient <coughs> example that I have, the text is big, it's very short in what it's saying, and um, it's capturing your attention more so. So instead of having like header, body copy, header, body copy, it's going to be like graphically, I wanna take back that word. It's going to be text at the top in a graphical way, there we go. Um, And it's just, it's bold, it's big, it's artistically done, and then you're gonna continue down the page and stuff. But I mean, that that text isn't necessarily gonna be at the top of the page, it could be anywhere, but it's gonna be bigger and bolder, just like 2018. Wow, great way to answer. Yeah, right. Oh, right. And now to you, Kelly. Lady, look at you. Okay. Well, um, so I'm gonna finish up with um, an article that I found um, from Moz, and it was called. um, I think it's still called "How to Rank in 2018: The SEO Checklist." Oh, I just watched this video. Yeah, but I think what I found as I went through this is that this also could have been titled How to Rank in 2017, the SEO Checklist, and How to Rank in 2016, the SEO Checklist. In meaning, and meaning that, I'm, and by saying that, I mean, um, I think these are very um, evergreen facts that, you know, really aren't changing year to year. So it's a handful of solid improvements that you can do to your site. Um, and this isn't something that is trendy and going to be changing from year to year. So I'm just gonna hit a couple of them and maybe talk a little bit about you know how we are SEO team, which I'm not even a part of, but I'm speaking for them. You are with us, you are part of us. You're our reason for being um, here. How they 
um, prioritize or, um, you know, make sure that these things are done for the tower site and for our clients. So the first one is having a page that is um, accessible to uh, search engine bots and crawlable. So without a good page that Google can get to and review, nothing else matters. That's it. You have to have it. A good page. And one of the things that I highlighted on that, which I think a lot of people don't take into consideration, is that if you're web design is very um, visual heavy, yeah. very image heavy, very bold. video heavy, very bold, mm -hmm. is that you have to have some text tied to that. Otherwise, Google's gonna get there and they are not, they can't read an image. No, there's actually, uh, one of the trends on the list was actually cut content and forget SEO. No, I'm totally kidding. Oh, <laughs> oh you oh, said oh, that so I felt like I saw out of my eye. <laughs> I personally didn't it's think that was funny. Design aesthetic only in 2018. Yeah. Kidding, no, kidding. Just pictures. <laughs> um, so that's just something that um, is important to remember that if you do have videos, if you are image heavy, um, visual heavy, that you have to have some content to support that. Um, second. Yes, I back that up. Okay, yes, yes. perfect. Um, <laughs> then next is keyword research. And keyword research is a big part of what our SEO team does. Um, with every new client and on an ongoing and never-ending basis. Um, all the words. All the words. All the keywords. All the related secondary keywords. Because um, in an effort to not be guilty of keyword stuffing the same word over and over again, you need to find some variations and related ways to say the same thing. Now, my list here says keyword research. And then five points later, it says implement those keywords, but I'm just going to make that all one thing. <laughs> you do the keyword research and then you should actually implement it. And the keyword research, that's not just for blog content. I think people kind of, um, kind of, that's a, a misconception that they have, but you know, if you are a company that provides a service, then all of your service pages need to be optimized for a focus keyword. If you are, um, if your website is an e-commerce website and you're selling products online, then each of your key um, category pages needs to be optimized for a keyword. Any any page that essentially you want to be found for, you need to do some work um, with keyword research and getting important words, the words that people are searching for, onto those pages. Um, okay. This leans a little bit more towards blogs or other um, uh, informative educational content that you put onto your site is that you need an authoritative source because when your content is written by an authoritative source, that means that people will want to share it, they'll want to link to it, they'll want to put it on their social media, and that um, is never a bad thing. And then you want to create the content that helps readers with their goals. Because if they're coming to your page, you could get a ton of people coming to your page and then they get there and they're like, this is not, nope, no thanks, I'm just leaving. Google is gonna start to pick up on that and they're gonna put the people whose pages the users stay on higher up in the readings. Okay, this one, kind of a no-brainer um, and it's another one where our SEO team I think puts a lot of um, effort and work into websites is the titles and the meta descriptions. 
I know that sometimes when we have a new client coming on board, that's one of the first things that they tackle to increase the health of a website. And that's really just so when your entry, your page comes up in the search results that it has a solid title and a solid description that makes people want to click on it. I want to click that one, <laughs> says the little illustration in my article. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then, I mean, the last one, I, one of, oh, the speed, definitely. I mean, that's kind of, you're going to have to involve your development team, I think, on that one. Um, because, God, what is it? Like, people want a page to load in, like, less than three seconds. Yeah, and Google just uh, recently announced that mobile speed, so how fast your page loads for mobile will be in a ranking factor too. So it's just making sure, you know, we, you want images, but make sure your images are optimized. Don't have them so big that they're bigger than what they're meant to be displayed as, and make sure they're compressed. And, you know, the faster the image is, a, uh, the faster the page is able to be displayed, means the user will be happy and that means Google and other search engines will be more likely to you know, display that in the search results. So I'm going to take a little sidebar because you said something that made me think of something else. Loading on a mobile. Mm. And I know that, I feel like we had this conversation internally, but um, the trend now is I think when a lot of mobile pages load, they put up that skeleton, that mm. page skeleton, do you know? Yeah. Where you kind of like see the main part it's almost like a wireframe of the page comes up yeah you kind of see that yeah and then that's kind of there to let you know like okay something's happening (laughs) it's not fully broken it's it's right yeah however i feel like when i and even now when i first started seeing that i was like that's what i thought i was like oh this page is broken kind of looks like it's glitching yeah Mm -hmm. so i feel like while its intended purpose was to um keep people there to show them that something was happening I feel like for me personally, I was just like, you know, something is wrong here. I'm, mm-hmm. And even now that I know what they are, I'm still like... This is annoying. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, yeah. I think that's why the whole AMP yeah. accelerated mobile pages is going to be you know, another thing that's going to be a trend for 2018 is that these are pages that are dedicated for loading fast specifically for mobile phones or mobile devices. So they should, you know... They, they, they cut a lot of the fluff out and you're getting like, I guess, a form of brutalism in a sense, the, the sort of just the raw Yeah, and that's it. a good way to kind of go into brutalism a little further is not just like the overlapping that I was saying, but it is raw. That's a good way to put it. It's very raw. It's very stripped back. It's not a lot of glitz and glam, bells and whistles, all that stuff. It's what you need to know. It's very bland. Could be, yeah, it could be described as that. Um, Very raw and stripped back. Those are probably the two best ways to describe it. So the last point on this, um, you know, how to rank checklist, I'm going to have to defer to Shaw or Meg because this is a little out of my SEO comfort zone about using where relevant and where it's possible using rich snippets and schema markup Mm -hmm. to enhance your visibility. I, I, do you, what's your story? I guess, like, can you, yeah, I mean, um, tell, well, I don't even, I've heard you talk about rich snippets, and I think when I think of rich snippets, (laughs) 
This is terrible. This makes me sound like a complete idiot who probably shouldn't even be. <laughs> when I hear rich snippets, I immediately think of the, um, when you do a Google search and you get the, um, what do they call that? The knowledge box or the, for some reason, that's what I think a rich snippet is. is oh, okay. <laughs> oh, look at that. Rich snippets, uh, or, I mean, the rich features, or there's so many different words, words for it. Words, uh -huh. But it's anything that is basically a display that is more than what a normal SERP result would display. So whether it's five-star rating, whether it's, uh, you know, a carousel, the top, like if you type in, uh, movies from, from 2017 and you get that carousel mm. on the top there that's part of the rich snippets or so what could somebody add to like a blog or a service page that would oh boy. I mean, there's so much that you can choose from to mark up your page but like the easiest example is to look at an e-commerce website and identify what, some, what a product is it's color like uh -huh. an address on a page like if you're sitting and thinking okay what's the address for, say you decide on a restaurant uh -huh. to go to dinner and, you know, or no, not even that, a recipe. Like if you're thinking, how do I make sugar cookies? What's the best sugar cookie recipe? Like if you're that blog owner mm -hmm. that just wrote a recipe about sugar cookies, you'll identify it as a recipe for sugar cookies. Like the schema markup is totally like identifying and highlighting specifically mm -hmm. to Google what I wrote about is a recipe without them having to like infer that gotcha. without you marking it up. And from that, it can then be produced into a rich snippet based on the way that you're marking up the verbiage and its purpose of basically identifying the core idea of what it is you're talking about. Okay. So you're adding almost this, 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 this markup or you're tagging what mm -hmm. is this? It's a business. What type of business? Oh, it's an organization. It's a local business. Okay. It's a local organization that has, how do I know it's local? Well, they're local in in Pennsylvania they have this zip code they have this address they have you know this many employees they have um, this, this, these are the services they offer so they offer like ACO pay per click they offer design development you can list all these things out and it's just add a, a whole lot more context to the page so now that when these search engines go they can look very quickly and, ass and assess a page more more easily. We are helping, we are doing the search engine's job. So it's not, in, it, in reality, it's not anything that the end user would see. It's all kind of behind the scenes. So the, doing the actual markup is behind, I guess, yeah. that stuff there. But yeah. it's so they do see something more useful, hopefully. Right, but not like I go to a blog and I'm like, oh, look at this markup. Like, no, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like just to make you honestly not scroll any further. Like, you're not even going to click on something right. in a search engine page result. Like, you're going to look. Like, the other day I was making sweet potatoes and I didn't know how long to put them in the oven. I'm like, how long do you bake a sweet potato at 345? And it's right at the top. Like, and it's right at the top. You never have to like it. Google. And I know I don't even have to click through and read yeah. more because I'm like, well, I'm just going to trust this. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. You now have the ability to rank above whole position. So uh -huh. If you are getting, like, a feature snippet where you're answering a certain question as someone like what is SEO and then you get this feature snippet that is right at the top and someone clicks on that you're now ranking above position one so there is a way for for people who don't have lots of links or don't 
who who don't have a lot of content to maybe really focus and specialize on a, on a single piece that answers that content very precisely and still rank better than someone who's got tons more content, tons more links, larger site, mm-hmm. larger, you know, the, the larger reach because we are able to answer something very specifically and clearly. So am I um, correct in saying that from this list, nothing, there's nothing really like new and out of the world? There's nothing new and out of the world. It's, it's just some of this is going to have more emphasis gotcha. on it. Like, um, you know, the voice search and the featured snippets, you know, more and more people are going to be doing that and they should be doing that um, because if you don't, you're falling behind. The competition is going to do it and we've seen doing it ourselves with our clients who we've been doing it for are outranking and getting better results because their competition just don't have any marker. So if you've been doing this, hooray for you and you will be in great shape going in to 2018 and if you haven't been doing it, well, there's some food for thought on things that you need to um, get moving on. Okay. Cool. That was fantastic. Yay. Thank you, everybody, for being here. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And we will be back um, soon with another Tower After Hours. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay.